Today is Friday, May 27th. The title for our devotional is Follow the Example of Christ. The last couple of days we've been looking at Philippians 2 and Paul's call for the Philippian Christians to, quote, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. So as believers in Christ, we should pursue what benefits others, not just ourselves. Today, I want to focus on the best reason of all to live this way, and it is that Jesus modeled this life for us. So we're going to read all Philippians 2, 1 through 11 here. Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant and being made in human likeness. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. There's a lot of rich theology about the nature of Christ to be unpacked here, but we will restrict our focus to the topic at hand and the larger point that Paul is making uh, that to the believers in Philippi. His focus is on how Christ humbled himself and therefore the Father exalted him. So first, Jesus humbled himself in two key ways. He was made human, first of all. In being made human, he restricted some of the privileges of divinity. His divine nature was not removed from him. Remember, the orthodox statement as to the nature of Jesus is that he is fully God, fully man, two natures unmingled in one person. Although he was at all times fully God in nature, he restricted some of his privileges as divinity. He got hungry, for example. He didn't have perfect foreknowledge of when the end would come, for example. He said at one point only the Father knows when that will happen. He experienced physical pain. These restrictions are an expression of his love for humanity. He disadvantaged himself to advantage us. This in the ancient world of Greek and Roman mythology stood as a sharp contrast to other gods' constant selfishness and using humanity for the benefit of the gods. Secondly, he submitted to the will of the Father to die the atoning death for the sins of humanity on the cross. If becoming a servant wasn't humbling enough for the second person of the Trinity, Jesus died a humiliating, cursed death on the cross. For God to submit to death is crazy enough, but to submit to the excruciating, humiliating death on the cross is the most incredible example of humility and love and God's mercy in the history of humanity. Jesus' humility is the main point of this poem, which was likely an early Christian creedal statement or hymn. Paul can't stop there, though. The, the resurrection of Jesus demonstrates Jesus' power and rule over all creation. His humiliation led to his exaltation. Again, this is the pattern Christians are to follow. Humble yourself before the Lord, and he will lift you up, James 4.10 says. Like Jesus, then, we don't need to pursue goals rooted in selfish ambition and vain conceit to get ahead. If we truly trust the way of Jesus is best, we are free to humble ourselves, serve others, and trust God to lift us up. Of course, we don't humble ourselves motivated by our future exaltation. We do so for the glory of God, knowing that he will exalt his name through us. And that is our greatest 
reward. Also, I still at the same time holding out the hope of resurrection life and participation in the new creation life with Christ. With Jesus as our model of humility, we are then free to humble ourselves and pursue a life of love for God and others. We should be driven by a desire to disadvantage ourselves and to advantage others. We are free to do what is in the best interest of another and not just ourselves. This, Jesus showed, is the best way to live. It may not make sense to us, but I bet if you ask around, you'll find people who have lived this way and in doing so found the fulfillment in Christ that he offers. For reflection time today, I just invite you to reflect on the humility, love, and mercy of God in Christ Jesus.